welcome back to episode 2 of the 5th piece of Bronzodia. I'm Daniel, Lightning Man Dan, here joined by Sahan, Sahani Bill Jayatisa, as we farewell set 2 of Teamfight Tactics. How are you going, Sahan? Are we mourning the end, or are we, we celebrating? Um, I was kind of mourning the end, because I liked the set a lot more than set 1, but then yeah. I've been seeing videos of set 3, and it, and it looks really, really cool, so... So I'm pretty hyped for that, and and uh, I'm pretty pretty good with leaving the set. I'm a bit the same. I was sad. I think two or three weeks ago we, we did our first episode, and yeah. thought that they could have given it another two or three months. Uh, that's what I thought as well, yeah. I tend to think, though, as a general rule, and I mean, I've moved around quite a few jobs and lived in, what, five different cities. I yeah. think you should leave things. If it's a bell curve like 10% the way down. Yeah. And I, yep. not everything works like that, but I was starting to wear thin of it these last three weeks. Like it mm -hmm. was starting to feel a bit like I've done this. Like it's mundane. It's the same, same yeah, shit, different days kind of thing. Business-like. And like yep. with everything, I think just as you're noticing that descent, even though it's still good, that's like the time to jump shit. Or in this case, to, to create. Yeah, yeah. So I think it'll be like one of those ones we'll look back. But it's yeah, kind of I nice. think so too. I think so too. It's always like it's it's grown a little bit stale for me as well over the past few weeks. Um, yeah, which I, is initially I thought they'd change with like the half year point, like MSI they'd release like mid season with league they'd change a different set so that you get two sets a year. But I think they're a little bit ahead of the curve in terms of that, right? So they probably do three a year. I wonder if it's been more successful than they thought, so they've got more money to spend on it. I uh, could be. I think it. Um, I mean, I think I'm pretty sure it's completely shut down, like Dota, the Dota version of it, which was oh, the first. It? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Like it's almost like it's like the Dota version has like an almost non-existent player base at the moment, in terms of like streamers and like popularity as well. That's interesting. Especially once it goes mobile, too. I can see that being a big... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just what, like... while we're on it, do you think they'll ever do, like, a a rotation where they go back to classic sets for, like, two weeks at a time? Maybe. They get four or five sets in, and then they go back to set one for, like, a month just to... Maybe, yeah. Maybe to bring it back. Or, I don't know, though. Like, set one and two had a lot of, like, or, I don't know, set one specifically had a lot of issues that yeah. they, like, more or less fixed in set two, but, like, there's still, like, things they're looking to fix, right? I also never know. That's one of those things which I think's really nice to say, but it's probably a programming nightmare. Oh, I bet. Yep. You know, we're like, just bring it back for a week. We'll love it. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our programmers are just like... It's like, we can play six brawlers jinx again. We can play six brawlers jinx driving again. You know what the most ridiculous thing about set one was? Even just looking back. And this is a complete sidetrack here. Yeah. How good running four knights or four brawlers was early. You could just yeah. stack tanks. If you got... Yeah. You got what was it? Garen, Darius, Poppy, uh, Poppy, Mordekaiser. Mordekaiser. That yeah, was a really yeah. unstoppable first four. Yeah, years. They, yeah. You <laughs> just couldn't. You you basically freely got to like six or seven, level six or seven with that. 
Yeah, and you're streaking and everything. Yeah, yeah, and and like no one could kill you because Poppy does a shit ton of damage in, in set one. Yeah, I kind of did like that. That here, if you go four wardens, it's not awful, but it's really not that good. Yeah, it, it really isn't. Anyway, moving into not, I mean, we did six wardens last week. Did you have any luck with the six glacial comp that we? Crossed? Um, I mean, I've done six glacial before. This is this is the new oh, six glacial though. Yes, that's right. But that's like, um, but like six glacial, I felt like it was. I I thought it was weaker than the old six glacial actually, because I played a, quite a lot of six glacial Olaf when I got the rolls yep. and the items. Um, but yeah, I just felt like the six glacial felt a lot weaker. Like again, like the whatever the damage the six glacials was doing. The what is it? Three. Let me see. 375 magic damage every time they stun, but it's 25%. Yes, I felt like right. it, was, it was kind of lackluster. Like, it didn't do much at the end of the day. Especially if they had missed it because it was magic damage. Could, could you win with it? Um, I got to second. Yes, yeah, so did I. So yeah, I, I, I lost. Uh, I forget what I lost. I, I consistently got to, like, second or third. I did it, like, a couple of times. I was gutted. I stayed on. I think I finished fourth in this game where I was running it. And I walked right. on because someone else was running six glacial, and they, uh-huh. and they were going up and down and so on and so forth. And yeah, it was just two guys at the end, and he switched from six glacial to six berserker and one. That was <laughs> just the last round, and that's the closest I saw anyone win with it. Yeah, I did win with a four glacial six berserker. Yeah, I, I which is. Which is a different type of damage, right? It's more AoE. I thought it was a workable comp. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's way better than our previous attempt. Yeah, I thought it would be stronger with Ash on Glacial. I never got a Glacial item. Oh, did you not? No. I got a couple. Uh, I think I tried Vayne and and I tried Ash. And I'd hoped it was better. I think... Mate, it's hard because you never know if if you didn't get the right item... no, I don't get good items necessarily that game. I don't get a three-star either. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. a big thing. But I also sort of wondered if you'd just be better sticking to Berserker. If you're just like, this is an Olaf yeah. comp. We're running Olaf. We're running yeah. like five others around him. And let's just run this into the, the ground. Yeah, I think if there's one thing I've picked up from like TFT, it's that like your end cop has to have some form of AoE. Like something that can just like, like, if as or I guess assassins is the the one outlier to this. But like, I think there's loads of exceptions to that. You think? I think like the most stable comps are the ones that run AOE, and like that's the same with like glacial versus berserker. Like, you, if you go six berserker, oh, AOE just like destroys the front. Right, yeah. uh, as a, and like you still, you still don't lose out on much. Like you can still go four glacial berserker at at eight at seven actually. Um, yeah. and like the six berserkers just does way more than the six glacial because the the cone damage is is kind of nutty. Yeah, that that was the thing too. The the stun because there's so many so much like single target happening. Yeah. Never becomes as big a deal as I thought, especially when it's a one in four chance. One, yeah, yeah, it's, it's whatever. To be honest, 
when you can compare it to Berser like Six Berserker, what that guy was watching where he swapped it out, Six Berserker is the guaranteed AoE. Whereas the, right. um, it was yeah. AoE, kind of in a Titanic Hydra way, but it's a 5% yeah. chance. Which, especially if you're playing Braum or Warwick, which I mean would be two of the units you'll have. Yeah. Okay. It's really slow auto attacks, right? And like, I think you play Glacial for the stun and the fact that the the thing doesn't the chart the percentage doesn't increase with with the amount of glacials really affects it like that was the difference between the old glacial right is that you yeah. increased your yeah. percentage chance. and so yeah if you if you had olaf and olaf just like got his attack speed off then then he could just like perma cc and mole down units like over and over again because he just healed from each one i've looked um, back on this we missed a trick with this do you know the real key to this glacial rework was which we didn't catch on to and we should have because we already knew it was strong what is it it was six berserker but the main buff to the glacial was that it used to be i think two champions gave you 20 percent, maybe 25 percent. i think 20 percent. yeah it now yep. gives you 25 percent at all rank plus yeah so we so if you had just said well i'm going to take volley and i'm going to take olaf as two glacial and that's yep. all i'm taking from it those units would have been stronger, and Olaf was already a pretty good unit. Yeah. Anyway, I think last week, or last fortnight, when we did the six Wardens, which for anyone who didn't hear it was a abysmal failure, uh, quickly a D, because it wasn't an automatic loss, you know. You could still get... No, no, it was really, like, it just couldn't get, like, top three, though. It was very difficult to get top three with. And D might be generous, because I kind of like the comp, so I've got a soft spot for it. Uh... I think this was better than that. And yeah, I think this is easily that. like a And I a think you reliably that's not A, I don't think. A would be a like a hack. But I think it's like a B B minus. Wait, do you think A is like a top tier one? I was I guess if you if you got S. Yeah, if you've got yeah. S A B C D and then maybe I would rate it like B. Maybe higher B, but like higher yeah, higher B, lower A maybe. Which isn't awful. Which is, yeah, no, it's definitely okay. Especially if no one else is going it, and you can, like, like three-star Olaf is nuts. It, ooh, even if no one's going it, that's, that's still like a... Like, if you get it, it's just insane. The biggest issue, and I, I think the B's the right call. We'll, we'll put that in the books. But the biggest issue it had was that, I mean, going back to the, the game I watched, where the person won almost right up till the last round with six glacial. And then yeah. six berserker, I think that was like the key to it. That no matter how good Glacier was, this patch I think six berserker just would have been better and just focused yeah. on the Olaf. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I think that's good. We'll move on to recapping set two. Uh, is it March sixteenth? Is that the magic day where we where it all gets shut down? Uh, I believe so. That, Maybe it's the 19th? That date's in my head for some reason. It's certainly around that time. Uh, so we're just going to recap set two. Last podcast, we looked at the weakest champions going. And this time, I've set up, and you haven't seen this just yet, Sahan, but I've set up a champion bracket, which I'm just taking yeah. a look at now. And it's somewhat random. We got its quarterfinal round. No, it's not. It's round of 16. We got 16 champs in play. 
and we're going to go through them in a knockout round, and we're going to come out for a winner. Before we get started, I got got some plans here. Okay, so we got four okay. open in my bracket. First plan, yep. and this one's a little bit different because these two champs aren't necessarily elite champs, but I felt like they were honorable mentions. Not honorable mentions, but I felt they were worth mentioning. I mean, I'll mention that it's Vega and it's Vayne. And I mentioned both of them because uh, Sorcerer Ocean or Mage Ocean was a yep. really dominant comp yep. for Odyssey and Firefatch. And I mm-hmm. felt this light was the same. And mm-hmm. those comps were built around those two champs. And I'm just wondering if we don't squeeze them in the playoff and we see how far they go. Anyway, what do you think, Vega or Vayne? Who was the more um, noteworthy elite S tier unit? I think Vega. We, we should just define quickly around this. Yeah, um, I think Vega is better. It's a value Vega. thing, right? It's much yeah, exactly. He does more by himself as a unit. Yeah, there's a few criteria there. Like his his ulti, like even if it doesn't execute, like even if you don't have three star Vega, like the ulti itself does a lot of damage, and like. Vayne is basically impossible to run until you get six light. So, like, I just think Vyga is just a bit of, like, like three light Vayne, just, like, you just lose streak to level six. Well, these are both units, too, that you see a lot of three stars of. Because people who yep. run the Vega really want it. And then yep. Vayne is almost impossible to run without six, uh, without getting mm-hmm. three star. If you have built mm-hmm. a comp around Vayne and you don't get it a three star because you don't do the, the early low rolling, uh, it's it's rough. Yep. So you're gonna put Vega. Yep. I'm gonna add Vega. Okay. Next one I've got here. Lux or Kazix? Uh Kazix hand down. Not even close. I don't think it's even close. Kazix is just a good unit. Just like. Not even synergies, like Kazix is just a good unit. He does work with Desert too, which is strong. I yeah, think. which is really strong for him. Like within himself, it's actually really strong also, but no. Kazix has an interesting moment though, because there's a point where when they changed or removed, was it Phantom Dancer? That just completely changed it. Yeah. It used to make it if you crit, it blocked the whole. The whole damage. The whole damage. Which ruined him because he was constantly crutting. And once that removed, you sort of saw a new new Kazakh and it kind of became this. Yeah, like I think he was still kind of broken though, because he like um I think his targeting works with the lowest health unit, if I'm not wrong. I might be wrong on that one. Oh no, you're hundred percent right on that. Yeah. Um so yeah, he goes after the lowest health unit. And and also like if you get two star and you can get a get a Seraphs or something on him, or a, even like a like a crit multiplier, like an IE. He just like because he's constantly invisible, and it, which makes him like like he's usually the last unit to die. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. The the big issue that Black said too, it was very uh, situational as to whether or not you play the Lux. Yeah, you got a two star Lux. It was twenty one gold. That you'd invested in that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, just straight up on that, not even the re-rolling or anything. 
but just 21 gold just on the, the raw cost of it. That's a huge investment. And it never yep. felt that impactful. Maybe Shadow Lux, if you're running a Shadow Comp, felt that impactful. I think it's the only Lux that I ever, like, Shadow Lux and Electric Lux are probably the two that I, like, was like, okay, I'm, I would like to have this Lux. But other than that, I've never really considered even putting Lux in. Because, like, it's like one of those things where, like, if you build a comp around having Lux in it, then you're kind of screwed, right? Because you have to find the Lux. So, like, you have to see the Lux and be like, oh, this works really well with my comp. But then yep. it's also a really awkward one to put in. Yeah. And, like, one star Lux just doesn't do enough damage to justify, like, taking out a trait for, right? Yeah, so exactly. Especially if you've invested in a unit already. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. No, I'm happy with that. I like Kazakh, so got one more play in for you. The last spot. Uh-huh. Nami or Twitch? Oh, that's a, that's a tough one, dude. I always, personally, I preferred Nami, but I always felt like Twitch was quite strong. I thought Twitch was an awkward champ kind of earlier on. I don't yeah. think it was just me not, not catching on until later. Like if I was, because Singe was strong, but I'd always run Singed with Mundo and with Predator. So Yeah, a, yeah. And the Twitch didn't fit in. I mean, later on, Rangers became a lot stronger. Yeah, I think it's a later Twitch on. Kind of Twitch is a bit of recency bias because Twitch was strong later on. Nami's got the, the thing that she's two really good synergies. Yeah. I think, I think yeah, I think I would really go with Nami as well. If if I like I personally I run more comps that, that would fit Nami in it than Twitch in it. Or like I favor more comps because I barely ever end up running Rangers or, or Poison for that matter. Yeah. Poison's like yeah. Let's get stuck into the bracket. Before I do, I'm gonna explain two champions who have been excluded. Uh, might, might be some heartbreak. I've got Amuma who's missed out, who I thought if he'd been here the whole whole set, maybe could have won the whole thing. The Amumu I thought bought Infernal back to being viable or made it viable. If yep. you were running six or nine, especially six, I guess Infernal, yep. you were just waiting to get Amumu before you switched it all in. Yep. Uh, and then the lockdown as well on the AOE. Uh, even if you're just running Wardens and you want Nick to I think it was good. Yeah, I thought Amumu I was think, really good, but he was there for half the set. I think Amumu completed a lot <coughs> of what Infernal needed because there was no frontline in, in Infernal. And no before, Amumu, before, um, before Amumu, it was Annie, Brand, Diana, Kindred, Lux, maybe Kiana, Varys, and Zyro. And every single unit oh, is super squishy. The only, like, pseudo frontline is Annie when she cast Tibbers, but then Annie usually died before you got Tibbers. You, you, if you were doing that, you had to get Seraph's, and maybe even Seraph's ocean map. Yeah. To get, get that done. And so Amumu completed a frontline, but it also completed a secondary source of, like, big AoE damage. Because the only other one before was Brand. You touched on it before, too, how, I mean, Annie certainly... And Brand both needed quite a bit of time to get their, their spell off. Yeah. If you had Infernal yeah. Lux. And Zyra as well, actually. A lot of those units. 
Yeah, yeah, Zara is really slow as well. So if like you get a Mudu in the front line and he locks everyone down for two seconds, it felt really good because your Annie yeah. gets two seconds to charge up the spell. Your Bran does. Your Zara mm-hmm. does. Zara was less important by the time you got, you know, an Amumu. But it just made the whole comp feel like it actually worked. Yeah. But that's it. Because uh, he wasn't there long enough. So. Yeah. Cool. I get that one. Second one. Uh, Lucien. I like Lucien. I thought when Lucien first came on, he was really strong. Yep. I thought he was ridiculous. And uh-huh. him, and they buffed Soulbound, and they did a lot yeah. towards the end. Again, he's a late entry, so that's, that's one element to it. But he got yeah. fairly, fairly early. Was he the same I didn't, as the Moomoo? Yeah, I think I think so too. I didn't play a lot of Lucian, and also the fact that he worked with Senna was like a... Because he doesn't fit into, like... I guess he was okay in light comps, but you played him more around, like, Shadow Senna comps. Well, this um, was my core, core issue with him. Even... If you ran six light, even in probably if you ran nine light, to be honest, you still mm-hmm. run around Vane. Yeah. Vane was still, you don't build around just all the items, that sort of stuff. And Lucien was like a secondary carry that didn't need as much. Yep. And I just don't think he's that important. Yeah, like, I, I, I think, like, I didn't run Lucian a lot, cause, mainly because I, I kind of didn't understand the positioning around him until yep. later. But he's also, like... One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You frontline him really awkwardly so that he instantly dies, and then he just keeps casting his ulti basically until yeah. Senna dies. But it was a, yeah, it was a really awkward one. But I think he does deserve like an honorable mention, I guess, because he was a strong unit. I was always left with the feeling when I saw him, this is a really strong unit. I should get him, but I've got no idea what I'm going to do with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his ulti destroys people. Oh yeah, it was really good, but it was just. Just awkward to fit in. Interesting question, though. Do you yeah, like this Lucian better than set one Lucian? Um, I like set one Lucian. Yeah, I, I was a huge fan of set one. I think I do prefer this one. And so You do prefer this one? I kind of like Soulbound. Yeah. I think oh, you like the synergies? Yeah, I quite like Soulbound. I think what balances Soulbound balances Lucian. And I think Sen is a good unit, too. What really balances them is that they're so awkward to fit in. Yeah. I think if you made them, you know, like a three synergy sort of thing going on where it was also mm-hmm. or something, he'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting one because it's, it's one of those ones where you have to have the two and the two have to work together and and uh, a little bit of foreshadowing, but there's one of those um, in, in, in set three also. One of those awkward synergies, but we'll talk about that later, I guess. Yeah, we'll get into it. Bef- we'll just power through the bracket a little bit. Yep. First one is Zer or Annie? So two summoners here. Oh, um, Azir. Yeah, I'm 100% with that. Uh, Azir was, was king of the map for about six weeks. He, he yep. was the unit. So like three, four patches, he was just. Absolutely, you, the number one carry. Everybody tried to get him. You made him a blade master, and you made him a blade master, and you put on any other blade master, and that just yeah. to carry you through. Yeah, dude. I, I, seven or seven. He was just never insane. Yeah, I played like five games in a row where I got first place playing Sever Azir all over and over again. Yep. And it was one of the because usually I get sick of playing the same comp. 
But this was a comp that just felt good to play, you know? Like, they both cast their ultis, and you just see the AoE just, like, disappear the team. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. There's no debate here. Okay. One. Ash or Tarek? Oh, the two crystals. Um, Tarek. Works better Ooh. in comp. Why? Just the invulnerability is nuts, I think. Tarek 2 is insane. Tarek is insane. I, I'm really uh, mixed on this because I played a lot of Crystal. I raved about Crystal. Yeah. Ash is the, uh, it's hard. Because I, I think Ash is like the damage, right? And she kind of, yeah. whenever I play Ash, it's built around Ash. You know, that's the yeah, exactly. point. But the, the Tarek, Tarek had to get buffed two or three times as well. I'd say if I was playing a comp and I had like one random warden that was fit in because of another synergy and I leveled up and I didn't have a unit to fit in, Tarek was like the ideal unit. Over Amumu? Yeah, I prefer Tarek over Amumu. I think the invulnerability is better than the stun. Okay. Because it makes them, it, it makes them waste their ultimate. Whereas, like, if they're stunned, they don't really waste the ultimate because they can still cast it, like, later. I, I sort of feel like Ash was the go-to ranger. For me. Maybe Ash, I like was definitely, Ash was definitely the go-to ranger. Best ranger of the of the set. You think Tarek, though? You, you seem really big on that. Personally, I think Tarek, yes. Okay. Okay, we'll put it through. It's all right. It's fine. No. <laughs> Yorick or Singed? Oh, man. You're, you're hitting heavy with these. Um, I think overall... Oh, that's so difficult. I think overall Yorick was probably stronger in the set. Singed was so up and down, man. They were... Yeah, that, I mean, Singed was absolutely broken when they first released. And Under, like it's there. He had two or three patches where he was the guy. Singed, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Yorick's like you didn't even need items on him. You just slapped this engine when you got him. I sort of feel him. like Yorick's been S tier every single patch, except I think so the last two. Yeah, I think so too. I think Yorick is. Also, we talked about Vayne being key to light. Uh, Yorick. Yorick is absolutely key to light. Also. Yeah. Just how the goals stacked and how that uh, stacked with the light bonus. I agree. I think Yorick is still wins this one because Singe they they nerfed Singe too much for him to be the best like unit. There's no way he wins over Yorick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Zed versus our first of the play-ins, Vega. Oh, that's a difficult one, dude. I was, I've, I'm a huge fan of Zed. Like I've tried to make him work so much, and he's kind of worked all the time, but like not. Uh, Do you know what I find interesting about this? Wait, is mm -hmm. Zed you've got, who's a unit you can chuck in with no synergies, you just have to give items. Yeah. And Vega is a champ, and he'll carry you. Vega is sort of the inverse of that, where you don't even need to give Vega any items. You just need to give him the right synergies, and he'll carry you. Yeah. yeah. Vega's better with items, but... You know, if you put Vega in six mage, four oceans, he doesn't need any items. 
Yeah. Um. That's that's a tough one. I think Vega. I think so too. I was leaning more towards Vega for sure. Because he that that Ocean Mage comp has just it's been really dominant. Yeah, it's later here, but it, it's certainly been in the top three comps of the set. Yeah, comp. Um, and Vega, his Z's five cost. You can't reliably get a Z. Mm, or a Z two. And Zed's good for electric and this sort of stuff and assassin and summoner. Six summoner's not that good. I always thought it would be. It never worked that well. I only really thought Zed was good in electric. Maybe summoner. Electric? An assassin, if, if you you know need an assassin. Yeah. yeah it's trying to bring together synergies. But <laughs> the synergy side of him is not that good. He was unreliable. Like, if you're on... No, he was, he was an item, item carry. Like... Redemption Spark GA, Zed would do, like, nuts. Yeah. If, if you were running Electric, you might get a Zed, you know, uh, early on when you've got, like, a 5% chance of getting him, or you might just mm. get him all game. Mm-hmm. This one, like, the... I, well, I've, run, I've run Electric. I've tried to run Electric so many times and not gotten the Zed. Yeah. And just run the game straight up. And Vega, you might not get a three-star Vega. You will get a two-star Vega if you want. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's get to Vega. Done. Cool, done. On to the other side of the bracket. Got our second of the play-ins here. Kha'Zix, Malphite. Wait, didn't we already do Kha'Zix? Yeah, in the play-in round. So we oh, right. that we voted into the bracket. Kha'Zix, Malphite? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yes, that's right. Um, I think I think Malphite's just too good a unit, you know. Do yeah. you? I was sure you're going to go Kazix. I don't know, man. I'd... Actually, I I love Kazix. Kazix is probably my f- maybe my favorite or second favorite unit in in the set. Here's where the the, the case for Kazix, because I think Malphite is a more reliable unit, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think just like as a unit, Malphite might be just like the AOE is just crazy, man. The case for Kazakh server is that Desert was a big deal for a long time. Desert mm-hmm. Assassin is a really nice synergy. Because mm-hmm. if you're running three Assassin, even six Assassin, and you just get one other Desert on, that's worth doing. Whereas Melvin yeah. Warden, and there's like nine, ten Wardens, man. Warden's not, yeah. and it's not even that good a bonus. Like, yeah. And then Mountain is crazy situational. Yeah, it's like very lackluster. And if you're not, oh, I think it's good. Do you not think Mountain was good? I think it's good. I think it's just like one of those awkward as ones to fit into your comp. Crazy awkward. Uh, and yeah, if maybe if you're on Mountain, maybe. If- I think the two ones I ever ran it was Mountain Mage. Yep. And um, Mountain Assassin. Yes. Where, like, Malphite was the one unit that just stayed in the back and tried to get time, buy time. Yeah, exactly. I think I mainly used it with sort of the Ocean Mage and then I'd have a Malphite on there just to get Mountain bonus and, mm-hmm. and get it on one of my carries. With all that said, you're leaning towards Malphite. 
No, I think I'm. I, I think you, I'm sold on Kazix. Kazix is my boy. <laughs> okay, he's done. It's done. Next one, yeah. and I know where you're going to go with this one. This is another one of your boys. We've got Master Yi versus Brand. Oh man, come on! I know you love uh, Yi. You're all about Yi. Yeah, I'm all about Yi, but I. I'm all about you, but I think Brand is a better unit. Brand's been changed like three times. Yeah, but he's still good. He was always good, though. I don't. Yeah, like he's consistently been good through the changes. Master Yi was never that in demand. I mean, I'll always, no, I, always bring yeah. it up, but I once got a three-star Master Yi. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. I don't even know what three-star Yi does. He just ruins it. The, the guy rage quit because we went to the uh, aerosol <laughs> and uh, he went to get rapid fire. And because I was running, I don't know, Blade Masters, I had a lot of melee units. Yeah. And he ran for the uh, rapid fire cannon. I'm like, oh, I need that. My Master Yi's not attacking. And then the next round, <laughs> it was just like ranged Master Yi at three cost. What? <laughs> Dude, that's, that's actually insane. But that's it. Because that. Because they've made, like, the ones that you can't, like, it's difficult to get the, like, the four cost and five cost, they've made the three stars absolutely insane. Like, Yorick summons up to 20 ghouls or something like that. And Brand then, bounces 20 times. Brand bounces 20 times. So Master Yi's on-hit damage when you get three star Yi is 500 per auto. Yeah. And this guy has, like, five attack speed. Also imagine that you've got uh, rapid fire, so he can always attack. Yeah, so he can always attack. That's insane. Um, okay. But yeah, that's, that's um, not reliable. I, I, that's not a reliable one to run master you. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think he fits really well. I like I like his synergies a lot. But I think I just think Brand's a better unit. Just Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. I have to I have to shut down my boy. Olath versus Mundo. Uh, Olath. Not even close, is it? Yeah, I don't Mundo's know. Mundo's kind of... Mundo's just a... Bonus. Mundo's a good unit, but not good enough. Like, no... The one... The one thing I'll say for Mundo, because I, I got a lot of ground off this, was on Mountain Map, if you got a really early uh, Mundo from, like, mm. the, the pickup rounds... Or just mm -hmm. early three star, and you just chucked him on a mountain from before the first PvP round. Yeah. Was just because the health, yeah, of the health, and a warmog's on him, and if you get him to three set, the whole thing was just mental. But all I've said, yeah, I don't, I don't have too much doubts about that. Yeah. Last one for you. I think I know where you're going. Kindred Nami. Um, Nami. Whoa, I thought you were big on the Kindred. You called Kindred the best unit going. No, I didn't. You did. Kindred was the best unit for, like, a patch. Like, Kindred with IE and Gauntlet was just unkillable. He'd one-shot everything, including, like, my 3,000 health mundo, which is insane. Huh? You're never going to let that go. 
Dude, I was supposed to win that. I had a, I had a three-star <laughs> Mundo with a Warmox, and Kindred one-shot him. And it was a two-star Kindred. It's just like, um, he's a good unit. Like, Kindred's a great unit in general. Like, fits into the fact that it sh- I think range is kind of not that important, but Sh- Shadow Inferno is really good. Gives you a lot of flexibility. Inferno Ranger, it makes it really easy to get to that three Inferno. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so Shadow Inferno is, is, is a real good, like, real flexible synergy for him. And, and like, the unit's good. But I just think um, Nami's a better unit. Actually, I don't know. The more I think about this. I just feel like Kindred doesn't carry enough, but the Nami ulti is kind of game-changing. The, the Nami synergies, as we discussed in the playing round, are also pretty tidy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I think the Kindred... Like, I think Kindred's so item-dependent. Yeah. Because if he doesn't have any items, she if she doesn't have any items, she doesn't do anything. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm not as other than, other than the fact that there was this one game where I played against an Olaf that was three star and I chucked in my one cost kindred right in front of him and the Olaf just got killed because really? it's 80, 80% healing reduction or something. Yeah. But we're going with Nami. Um, but but we're going with Nami. Okay. Into the next round. So this is this is the quarterfinals. Finally. Uh, I jumped the gun earlier. Is there Tarek? Azir, I think yeah. Azir's just a unit. Azir was insane, man. And I don't think he was ever weak. You know, because I think, I think, I think one of the underrated um, strengths of Azir in, in set two that people didn't really notice much was that he was an assassin. He hit the backline, yeah. Yeah, he, he hit, hit the backline. Backlines. But he was also backline, so he wasn't putting himself at risk. So he just stood behind the front line and then just whacked their backline. The one weakness of Azir compared to other summoners and why you might not rush him in was that he didn't create targetable summonings. Mm-hmm. That aside, man. So he didn't buy you time. Yeah, well, you know, uh, Mel's is really annoying because he creates yeah. things to hit. He takes, like, Vyga ulties. Yeah, yeah, and same with Yorick. Uh, Azir didn't do that, but he... he and he, yeah, he did everything else. I'm, I'm happy with the Azir. So. Yorick, Vega. Yorick. Vega is a good one. Yorick. Vega is good, but just... You can crazy. just tackle one-star Yorick and, and it yeah. makes your comps work. One yeah, like, Yorick just... Yorick had to be nerfed so many times this, this set. Yeah. Two summoners coming from that side of the... This is why I was yeah. surprised, by the way. Six summoner never worked. Because we had Annie also on this list. We had Zed, so that's four of them. And yeah. who we didn't have was Mel's and Zyra. We were both good units. So I've always thought six should work better, but it never did. I, th- I think it runs to the, the same issue as the old six Infernal did, was that they didn't have a front line. Yorick was too squishy for a front line. Yeah, and he, yeah, I think that was that he always promised that he would do more. And he really did. Anyway, on to this other side of the bracket. Isaac's brand. Brand. Not even thinking about it. Uh, nah, Brand just does more than Kazakhs. Okay. 
Brand Brand by himself, I think, does more than Kazakh does by himself. So you think Brand is the best mage, best infernal unit? Best mage, best infernal unit. Yes, definitely. Okay. Better than a Mumu if a Mumu had been in there the whole patch, whole set. Uh, a Mumu's five cost, so again, it's that that problem of five cost. Uh, should be another straightforward one. Maybe you disagree. Olaf Nami. Um, Olaf, I would go with Olaf. Oh, especially uh, Olaf got changed around lots, so it's always hard to like pinpoint him. Yeah, in terms of numbers, but there were some times where he was insane. And the amount of times it's been Olaf. 3v1, even 4v1? Yeah, dude. It's gone. If I didn't even see, like, if I if I didn't see any, like, if I was, like, struggling to find a comp and I saw, like, no one was going Glacial or something, or Berserker, I'd just slap it, like, force Berserker in, and you could easily get second. And if you got, like, a Rage Blade on a Bloodthirster on him, like, once yeah. he started up, he was... Yeah, once he, once he ulted, like, that had to nerf his ulti so much. He cast so slow, like, like this patch. I know. Uh, I think I know he's one of those, actually. But I'll, I'll... These are uh, getting real tough. Azir York. Man, I'm still leaning towards Azir. Ah, yeah? Maybe, maybe, uh, nah, York was way too strong the whole set, actually. If it, Azir was... Oh, yeah, like, that was easy. Azir was insanely broken for, like... Two, three patches, like you said, like six weeks. But, like, over the set, Yorick was just insane, right? Like, you could chuck Yorick in when you didn't have synergies and he would work. The thing... Because I, I liked Azir, and Azir maybe at his peak was... Or at his peak was stronger when you're making him a Blade Master and that sort of stuff. The takeaway, though, Yorick just seems to fit more comps. And I certainly know, like, in terms of just what it did for a team... I know that if I was running three summoner, and let's say I was also running infernal, right? So I couldn't get rid of Azir and the Annie. Uh, I would keep Yorick before I'd keep Azir. And I know one's four costs and one's three costs. So it's not necessarily th- not ne- not necessarily an even comparison. But I'd always keep the Yorick over the Azir. Yeah. Yep. I think we said on the Azir. Uh, on the Yorick. I'm the Yorick, sorry. Brand Olaf. Uh, I still think Brand. Yeah? Yeah. I still think Brand. You're really big on him. He's good with him. He does spread the Inferno. He spreads the Inferno. He's an amazing Morello's applicator. He casts really quickly if you can get Seraphs on him. And even otherwise, he doesn't. And also, like, Ocean Mage is quite popular. And and Mage Brand is also quite nuts. Yeah. The double yeah. cast on the ulti is, is crazy. Oh, like, so I, I, I Brand. I think there were too many things that countered Olaf. Like, like if you put... If you played Brand... If you were playing a Brand-based comp versus an Olaf-based comp, I think the Brand-based comp would always win. Well, I'm not sure. We were talking before about running Glacial, running six Berserkers, and just basing it around Olaf. Yeah, I just think the the brand, like a mage comp, would always have a Morellos, and it would just destroy Olaf. Okay. I think that the reason I'll accept that, because I, I like Olaf, 
is he just got tweaked too much. And Brandon, yeah, I think so too. He got he got Brandon messed around. Weak. There were patches where Ola felt really weak. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. There were patches where I felt like, like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have committed to the glacial like because all that like berserkers just only later on felt really good because well at the start at the start you only ran berserkers because Olaf was good and then later on after berserkers good good like Olaf was kind of a little bit like lackluster yeah i can go for that i'm fully on board with that brand or your Yorick. Yeah, I thought it was like it's kind of halfway through. Yeah. I was like, Yorick was the best unit. Yeah, really. Yorick was, was unbeatable. Like, how many times he had to get no, was was insane. And Light may have been the strongest gone. In fact, I was, I was the, the, the move on to that. But do you think Light was the strongest? I mean, I guess it kind of goes between those two between Ocean Mage, Mage and Light. Light Rangers, I guess. Um, I think Ocean Mage stole the show. It was popular for way longer. People were trying to run it from, like, just, like, the release. Because it, it made so much sense, right? You have yep. one that gives you mana and one that wants to cast. And you also and, two Ocean Mages. And then you had yeah, two and water. Two ocean. So you actually got four Ocean for free. Yeah. Yeah, like, it was really easy to get early on. It transitioned super smoothly because you didn't have to, like... Like, three light was super awkward, man. Like, getting to six light was a nightmare. The thing is, for a long time, light was the only comp that you could go... Six of. There's a lot of discussion around it being more mix and match this patch. You can yep. always go six light. Yep, yep. Uh, is there any other comps we're not discussing? I think the Blade Master, anything that used Blade Master or any comp that revolved around getting the Blade Master item was kind of crazy. The Nocturne one and the Azir one. Blade Master felt so easy too. Because yeah. You get so many side synergies. Like the Desert synergy was easy to get mm -hmm. in the Azir case. But even, even to, I played it this patch and it wasn't amazing. But even when you're going through it, you've got Master Yi who's a Mystic. So it's really easy to get Mystic. Yeah. And then you've got Yasuo, who's a cloud. So you end up getting, because in the first uh, set. Yeah, because you can run Blade Master. And, and that was a big drawback. Whereas yeah. Yeah, you could kind of run for Blade Master and still be kind of tanky because you're getting all these resistances. And if you mm -hmm. like a cloud lux on top of it, you know what I mean? That sort of stuff. You end up with these really tanky units doing a lot of damage. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so I think any I think the Azir one is probably the most busted of the lot. Not the strongest comp though. I think the oh I think the like when it was popular I think the Blade Master Azir comp was probably the strongest. But over over the set. Over the set, the strongest comp because like I think Ocean Mage and Light were stronger over more patches. Yes, absolutely. and even what made Blade Master strong changed. But I think Ocean Mage won. Okay. Or, like, yeah. It's probably what I would have played the most over the entire. Split, yeah. At the most, like, anyway. 
Okay, that's fair. Gonna ask a few things for you. And you're mm-hmm. in and out, I guess you can be indifferent as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll cover a couple of gameplay things, this sort of stuff. Zyra Plants winning you the game, in or out? Um, out. Win a fan? I, it, it dicked me more than it dicked other people when I played it. Yeah. Okay. It, it felt worse to lose to than it felt to win by? To win by, yep. Okay. It Lux as a unit, as a concept, in or out? Um, in. Okay. You thought it worked? So yeah, I thought it was. I thought uh, we were walking a tightrope constantly. Yeah, I think it was a really hard one to balance around, but I like the idea. Designing the whole set around skins. So on the first set, it was there was no skins. It was just knights, this sort of stuff. Here, everything was sort of a skin. You know, in terms uh, of ocean. I'm, it was ocean. I'm totally for that. You were for it? Yeah. It yeah. opens up so many more options for champions and stuff. It didn't cause any confusion. Because I felt like it took me a while to get into it. Whereas in the yeah, but, it was kind of very intuitive. Yeah, I guess I played a lot more of the league of league than you did in the in the recent past. And so I was quite familiar with the skins. I get but yeah. There was a few things like Ash not being glacial, for example. Stuff like Yeah, a couple of them were really awkward. Or the fact that Israel was glacial. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of stuff like that, which was, was a bit weird to me. Yeah. Uh, and and the, even the, the Varus one being a bit like that. Varus was a bit awkward one. Okay, a couple um, of champions here for you. Singed, yay or no? Yay. You were in on them? I like the concept. I'm not, I think I'm out. I really hated how we fucked up all the targeting. <laughs> No, it, it really just yeah, yeah. It, it is kind of annoying, and it, it was just buggy. I think he just got. I, I think he was quite balanced later on, though. Yeah, because no one played him. <laughs> <laughs> I still played him. Uh, Zed and Aura. Um, design the, as a concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't think he was a problematic unit at all. It's odd, because I feel like if you'd pitched that to me at the start, I would have sworn that he would have been problematic. Like, you, you saw the video of uh, when, like, Egg Roland was big. I think it was Scar, and there was yep. 36 Zeds on the board. I would have thought yeah. it would be, like, happened more. When they were, when, yeah, I think at the beginning. I think he got nerfed very quickly, though. He got balanced very quickly. Okay, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Oh, one last one. And this will kind of tie in anyway, going into mm-hmm. going in set three. The different maps, so the different element-themed maps, were you mm-hmm. in or out on it? I was, I, I'm in on it, but I think it was not as effective as they wanted it to be. I don't think the map affected my gameplay choice as much. Would you have made it stronger? More dressed? Yeah. Yeah, like I think, like I think I very, very rarely considered what to play based on the map. Yeah, 
Like, I'd be happier if I was playing Ocean Mage and it was an Ocean Mage Ocean map. Yeah. But again, if I was playing Ocean Mage and it was another map, I couldn't really care. Almost the other way. Because everyone just seemed to like psychologically look for Ocean Mage on the Ocean map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, everyone forgot about it. Yeah, sweet. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wonder if the way around that would be to create more... I think we'll lead into yeah, that with, units. with set three. Okay. We'll, okay. well let's get into it. <laughs> sort of yeah. Let's get stuck in. So as we, we said, set three will kick in into line, maybe the 16th, maybe the 19th. Maybe. You want to mm-hmm. run us through it quickly? Yeah, um, so I've been, we've been watching, a, I think a couple of the streamers have released a video. They've been playtesting for Riot, and it's officially released on the PBE yesterday, I believe. Yeah, I think so. so yeah, and so the new theme is Galaxies, and um, I think if we just run back to set one and set two, set one, the biggest problem was that all abilities were magic damage based, regardless of if the champ was AD or AP, oh, and that meant that anything with magic resist was broken. And, and then they it was they made all damage magic damage, and then created the dragon synergy. And then created the dragon synergy, right? So as a design concept, that was a problem. Um, I think they addressed that really well in set two. I think yes. there was a bunch of AD champs that were really good, like like we were discussing, like Kazakhs yeah. and. Lucian and stuff like that were really good. Like the fact that Lucian ulti was AP in the first one was just like crazy. The fact that you'd run like Ludens and Rab Cap and stuff. It also gave you an easy way to cross your damage. So you could be Berserker, but then, which is mainly AD. Yeah. And then you could be getting the magic bonus, you know, from from the uh, Berserker. So there's an easy way to cross. Or Infernal as well. So I think that was one of the biggest criticisms people had of set one. And it just made like, like Akali was really good. And then you ran into Dragon and like the Akali just couldn't kill the Pantheon. And like that was a big problem. (coughs) And so that was the biggest problem with set one. With set two, I... I was a fan of the hex, hexes, even though we said it didn't work as well as I as we thought it would. Um, I liked the synergies better. I think, I think they addressed some of the problem synergies like dragon and stuff. Um, and they took they also took away some of the anti fun synergies they had. I yeah. felt. Yeah, I, I agree. I think. Uh... Getting rid of Hextech and that sort of thing was, was for the best. Yeah, so was another Hextech, because Hextech got bored in. Hextech and even Knight was a bit like anti-fun, and so was Demon. Demon was really annoying, like, at one point. Demon was basically poison this time. The main difference they made there was they just made it kind of a late-game thing. You only had for, you know, mm-hmm. 10 minutes a game. It was late-game, and it was also, it wouldn't be that, like, because Demon, when they first released it, was they steal and you gain. So it was just like a complete fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. So they took away some of those. I think the biggest, or what I've heard the biggest criticism of from most people is that, the one, the big criticism is that six synergies are, are kind of lackluster. It doesn't feel as good. I'm skeptical on that. Um, but I think they... they I felt that. I think they, yeah, I think they addressed that later on by buffing light, and they also buffed infernal. Infernal six infernal feels real good to play now. Yeah, 
I think. Yeah, it does. Um, it really does. And I think another problem was set one had some really cool ulties, where set two felt kind of like a, not a lot of ulties look real good, you know? Like, like you didn't see an ulti and you were like, damn. Like, brand ulti bouncing would, like, destroy the whole team, but it didn't feel good, you know? You think? Whereas, I thought Amumu ult felt good. Yeah, I think Maybe so. I think, I think one of the exceptions was Amumu, Vyga, um, Malphite. But, like... In set one, you had like Pantheon, you had Kinnan, you had Cho'Gath. All the shapeshifters, really. Yeah, you had Nah, like watching Nah jump in and flip the whole team back was just like, damn, that's so good, you know? Like Katarina popping off was really good if once like Katarina popped off. So they, it, it felt, Karthus was incredible, like watching Karthus ulti go down. Yeah, um, damn, just going back to my earlier point, I would actually just love to play that for a week. Because I feel I've forgotten so much. I'd just be so curious just to play it for a week and actually just compare notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I felt the ulties were way better. Um, and I think those were the two things they took a lot of into consideration when they made set three. So yeah. the first point we were gonna, I was going to talk about was that the Hick system, they've done something super interesting. So what do they do? I, I honestly don't know how this will play out. But they've released galaxies, and so whether you get so you could play a full game without running into a galaxy, okay. or you could play a game where you're in multiple galaxies. So what is a galaxy? One of the gal- so one of the galaxies is the Nikoverse, for example, and the Nikoverse every player starts with two Nikos helps. So I'm a bit confused. Just to take this back, so. It's not like a map, though, because you might not run into a galaxy all game. Yeah, so it's not a map. It's just bonuses on the map that oh, affect your game. just randomly happen sometimes. Yeah, 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 okay. things like that. So another example is your first carousel is all four-cost units. Whoa. So, like, that's another verse you run into, but you don't always run into it. And then another one is um, what the, the third... Third round carousel has full items. Wow. And then there's also another one is one of the carousels has all of the same item. So I saw a video where, like, it was all Zephyrs. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, it's just, like, that's, that's, that's super interesting. But it's randomized if you, like, you don't know at the beginning of the game if you're going to run into a galaxy later on. But it could affect your choice. You know? The most interesting one, I think, there is... Is the forecast one. Just because yeah. that changes everything. You then get the item completely. Yeah. And you just... Like, I, I only saw one video where, where it was a forecast carousel, but it, like, completely affected their game plan. You know? Like, you can you can safely brute force. Well, we, and and well, also we, one really... On, on set two... Which four-cost unit would just be the strongest to get on the first carousel? Um, let me... Olaf? Pull up my list. First carousel, Olaf, Kazakhs? Kazakhs, oh, he'd be crazy. Yeah, Kazakhs would be nuts. You'd just get Diana and LeBlanc and you'd be, be good. Yeah. I think Olaf would be good too. Yeah. Um... So that's a really interesting change because you can, there's nothing, and I haven't seen this yet, but there's a total chance that you can get the four cost 
universe and the Nikos verse on the same same game, and then you'd have a two star four cost unit by like round one. Fuck. Which is crazy. So I'm 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 pretty excited for that. You know, it adds it adds a variance that's exciting. Yeah, I'm super curious um, to see how that goes. And then, what chance are they going to be be adding to this? Is it going so? Yeah, so so they have they have thirty five champs. Four of them have survived all of the sets. So this just is ad- stop stop you there. How many did we have in this set? Do we know? Um, I counted. So, we had. Oh, this is difficult. Anyway, I'll, I'll look it up. You, you, we had like probably around fifty. I think it's roughly around the same number of champs, actually. I'll count it up. You, you can. Uh, you keep. Yeah. So we have thirty-five champs that we've had before, of which four of them have survived set one and set two, and are now in set three. It's Ash. Ash, Kazix, Lucian, Yasuo. So none of them will be the same design, though. They haven't kept Braum, for example, in the same. Um, so Lucian is... So Ash is the same as set one, except I think when the ulti pops, it does AoE now. So it's the Ash ulti from, from the main game, from League. We, we had, by the way, 55 in the first set. So they've... And you said... 50. So there's 55 in this set also. Oh, 57. No change. Cool. No, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 51 in this set. Okay. That's all right. Um, yeah. So we have Ash. Ash has ulti from set one. Kha'Zix also has ulti from set one and has gone down to Kha'Zix one. So the same one cost Kha'Zix okay. from set one. Which I'm super disappointed about. Me too. I, I, I was a huge fan of set two Kha'Zix. Lucian has gone to set two, set set one. Lucian again. I'm okay with that. I like him. Yeah, I'm okay with that as well. Yasuo has stayed exactly the same from set two, so the only champ that's actually stayed exactly the same, I think. Okay, that's fine. I don't mind that. Set one. Um, awkward. And then from set one, we have Ari, Aurelian Soul is back. Blitz is back, which yeah. I'm super happy about. Blitz is super fun to play. Cho'Gath is back in the exact same way. So Blitz and Cho are, are the same. Oh, yeah, you'd have to keep Blitz the same. Um, Darius is back, different ulti. Fiora is back, same ulti. Yeah. GP, Graves, Jace. Wait, Jinx so has, is Graves the same? No. Nah. Oh, I love Graves. Yeah, I love Graves. Love Graves. GP, uh, Jace is different. Jinx is the same. Kaisa is different. Cassadin is different. Good. Uh, Kale is different. Lulu is different. Good. Um, MF is the same but better. Is she? So how much, what cost is she? Do we know? She's five cost. Same, same, Good. same thing. Um, Mordecai's is different. Poppy's different. Shen is the same. So how is MF different? Sorry, you, you, didn't, you didn't say that. Um, MF. M, so MF ulti. The biggest problem was the the AI not focusing properly, and now the AI. Oh, oh, she spins. She she attacks the next closest unit. So she ulties and turns, Ooh. which looks badass when it goes off as well. That's it's a cool the, skin too. Yeah, it's a cool skin too. Um, TF is different. So TF throws his 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 um, Q from the main game. Sure. Vi is the same as set one. Yep. And then from set two, we have Annie, who is a different ulti. Israel, who is a different ulti. 
Oh, so one thing, one interesting thing they've done with set three is set one and set two. They only had the main game ultis. They've actually changed the ultis a little bit in this in this one. So like they do different things to what they do in the actual game sometimes. Oh. So you don't even have like actual skills from the main game. So Israel is a good example where it's Israel's W, but then it explodes on his next auto, like AOE wise. Okay. So it's not too different. It's still yeah, it's not too different, but it's 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 a little bit different. Okay. Uh, they have Leona has stayed the same as set two. Lux is different. Lux throws a binding that hits. So it's Lux binding, but it hits multiple people. Yeah. Like it, it goes in a straight line and hits everybody in the line. Cool. Um, Malphite is different. Malphite is I'm sad again. They've changed it so that he just gets a percentage of his health as a shield. So he's basically he's basically one st- one one synergy mountain. There's a couple so, of things I'm a bit confused about. Leona, did you say she's set two? Yeah. And Malphite's. There's some like if you play Malphite in normal League of Legends or you know yeah. Rift, he's an ulti bot. He just hits R. Yeah. So they've put his passive onto it. His his it's ability. Bit, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, Master Yi is now at three cost. He has a similar ulti, but I'm pretty sure it's a little bit it's significantly weaker. I can see that. Um, and what else? Nico is there. Nico is now a five, a three cost, three cost. And Nico is the Nico ulti from the actual game, so it's an oh. AOE Whoa. pop stun, which is which is good. I like that. Yeah, I like big Soraka is now a heal bot. Syndra yep. has Syndra ulti. So somehow heal bot Soraka is going to be less annoying than the Soraka we just had. I <laughs> know it's crazy, right? Syndra <laughs> is now ults, so she ults. But then if she repeatedly ults, she uses the orbs from the last ult. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, um, and then. Thresh is probably the unit that I'm most excited about from the ones that stayed, because Thresh ulti is nuts. So Thresh, when he ultis, pulls a unit from your bench into the game. Oh, they've got the lantern. Yeah, so they got the lantern, but they didn't make the lantern a shield. He pulls a unit from your bench into combat. Is it a random and, unit? Yeah, and it gives them mana, so, so they cast ability quicker. So late game, you're just going to have... You, I've seen a lot of people go five cost units on their bench and then trash in the game. Yeah, oh, that's cool. I like that a lot. Okay, so new champions they have they have Caitlyn who is Caitlyn ulti. Yep. Um, Echo is probably the coolest unit in the game, I reckon, because he when he ultis he freezes the the game and then he he like blinks to each unit, each enemy unit and attacks them. Is he five once. cost? Yeah, he's five okay, cool. and and it looks super cool. It it's got this cool sound effect and everything. Um, Fizz is there. Irelia, uh, Javan, Jin, Rakan, Rumble. Who I'm a little bit sad about because he doesn't have Rumble ulti. He has Flame Spitter. Yeah. Okay. Some of these are very Shaco. iconic. I'm surprised they've gone away from them. Yeah, Shaco, Sona, Velkoz, Wukong, Zaya, Sinzao. Ziggs and Zoe. Do you know if Velkos is just doing the laser? Yeah, Velkos does the laser, but it seems to do like not enough damage, so I assume he'll get buffed. 
Um, okay, so that's the units. Yeah. Um, so origins and classes, I'll just run over the ones they've kept, basically. So we have uh, Chrono, which is basically Rangers Plus, is how I'd describe it. Yep. Um, so it's uh, Rangers, but the, it's not a percentage chance to increase attack speed. It's a, every four seconds you get X amount of attack speed based on your number of units. So two four, Four units six. from Chrono, roughly? Uh, yep. So Chrono is Blitzcrank, um, Caitlyn, Israel, Shen, Thresh, Twisted Fate, and Wukong. Okay. That's a good idea. Um, what so else it's a good mix of tank and AP. And then they have Star Guardian, which is ocean but minus because it only gives star. So every time Star Guardian casts ulti, every other Star Guardian gets mana. Okay. Which is kind of crazy, actually, because it, it changed really well between them. So it's better within Star Guardian, but worse in general. Yeah, that makes sense. A really interesting one that they brought back that I think is was a problem child from set one was Void. So they've brought back three Void. Huh. Attacks and spells from Void champions deal true damage. Same thing. Okay. Um, they have Blade Master, which they've changed a little bit. So now you have, you don't do the same percentage chance increasing attacks. Yeah. You have two additional attacks, but it's the, the, the amount, the chance changes. So it goes 25% for three and 50% for six. Okay. Blade Master's Endurer, I know. Blade Master. Yeah. It's always I'm surprised actually. I think Blade Master's continuously been like a balance problem with the item and stuff as well. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, they have Blaster, which is basically Gunslinger. Oh. But four Blaster is way more OP because it does five additional attacks. Okay, that's good because Gunslinger was an awkward one. I liked it a yeah. lot, but I lost a lot with it. So. They have Brawler from set one, exactly okay. the same. Easy. Um, Infiltrator is Assassin, but instead of getting crit chance, you get attack speed. Okay, we'll see how that works. But they jump to the uh, back of Assassin? Sorry? They jump to the back of the team as well? Yeah, so they jump to the back. Um, and then they have Mystic, which is the same. Um, okay. Sorcerer, which is from set one, yeah. and I think it's the same. It's a 246, increasing percentage ability power. Spell power. Yeah. Was that, that the same? Sense. Yeah. And then they have Vanguard, which is basically Warden. I like just looking at those. I like that they've kept three or four from previous sets. It makes mm -hmm. picking it up less daunting. Mm -hmm. You know, it does make it a bit more user-friendly. So the ones that they've brought in newly are quite interesting. Well, there's a couple that are like, meh. Like not not as exciting, but then there's a couple that are super exciting to to, to like probably play. Um, the first one I'll just go over it. Celestial is healing, so percentage healing when they cast. I think um, Dark Star is kind of like repeating crossbow, but they transfer uh, bonus damage, so they increase stacking damage every time they die. The first super exciting one is Mech Pilot. So it's got Annie, Fizz, and Rumble. And at the start of the game, if you have all three, they combine into Garen, who's the super mech, <laughs> has all the stats, has the combined health, attack damage, and traits of the pilots, as well as three random items from among them. When the super mech dies, the pilots are ejected and granted 25 mana to continue to fight. It reminds me a little bit of Elemental in a different way. 
That seems like the closest thing. You got all the elemental units. You got a. Uh, was it a, a rift herald? Uh huh. You know, a big golem, I should say. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like. It's a little bit like Daisy, I guess. Yeah, Daisy. Yeah, it, it is a little bit like Daisy. That'll be cool. Um, I quite like that. And it looks badass. It looks amazing, by the way. Um, and Garen has Garen ulti, and he does AoE, so he, like, slams down one unit and the, does the AoE. I think it's going to look amazing with, like, the galaxy theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all of, the, all of the abilities, so, like, that was one of our um, criticisms, I guess, but all of the abilities look insane, like, when they go off, like, especially the five-cost ones. MF ulti looks crazy, dude. Yeah. Um, and another interesting one is Space Pirate. So whenever a space pirate lands a killing blow on a champion, there's a percentage chance to drop extra loot. So with two, you get 50% chance to get one gold. With four, you get 50% chance to get one gold and 10% chance to get a component item. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So, I, I like that that'll be a way, because that was an issue with pirate, that you yeah. kind of got money, which at yeah. stage doesn't... So you could lose and stay even. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, Valkyrie is interesting. Valkyrie attacks um, and spells always critically strike targets below fifty percent. Okay. Um, Demolitionist is when demolitionists cast spells; they stun their target for one fifty. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Mana, no. yeah, Mana Reaver is basically poison. Actually, I missed this. Sure. Uh. Mercenary is really interesting. So Mercenary is Gangplank GP, uh, sorry, Gangplank MF, which are both five-cost units, and Mercenaries can buy upgrades for spells in the shop. So this is the Ooh. Lux equivalent, I guess, um, because if you have the unit, then when you roll in your shop, you get, like, eight gold, your ability does true damage or percentage true damage. Like, true damage is one upgrade. It all sounds um, interesting, man. There's a few things like that. I wonder if they're going to be tricky to balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a couple for sure. But we'll see. And then, and yeah. then, uh, there's two more. Sniper is is Caitlyn Ash Jin, really good carry units, and I think um, deals ten percent increased damage for each hex between themselves and their target. So Ooh. you put them in the back, and they do, yeah. And and then all three of them, all three of them have really good range. Yeah, like I think longer range than we've seen so far in the game. So like they do like bonus sort of thing. Below forty, like at least forty percent extra damage if you have the bonus. And then the last one is the singed of this patch is Aurelian Soul. Oh no, um, five cost unit. It's a starship. Is his is his <laughs> synergy? Starship gains twenty mana per second. Maneuver around the board. Im immune to movement impairing effects, but can't basic attack. And Aurelian Soul has the coolest ulti ever. So when he ulties, he deploys fighter jets, and the fighter. So this is one that's different from the game. Um, he it's basically his orbs, but they're fighter jets in the skin. Yeah. And the fighter jets fly around and attack an enemy. Um, so launches all ready fighter pilots. Plus three additional when he casts. Fighters prefer to target nearby enemies, and they basically just fly around the whole map and attack the enemy and fly back to Aurelian Soul, and then he casts again and does it again, and it's really <laughs> cool to watch. And he just flies around like Sin. So you have these little 
ships just flying around Aurelian Sol and then like coming back to him. And it looks really cool. I think that might be the most exciting thing about this set. I think visually it's going to be really exciting. It's, it's super exciting to see what everything looks like and how it interacts. I reckon Sahan, because I've looked it up, there doesn't seem to be a set date for when set three's coming out. Uh-huh. Either, I couldn't find it. Either the day before or the day of release, we should do our next podcast and we'll just have a full deep dive into this. I think that's a good plan. And we can sort of make some predictions there as to what what could be interesting. I'd, I'd be quite keen to run some of, like, maybe we play one day of it and then we just predict what will be the uh, strongest unit, what won't work, what will be the problem child, and then we can mm-hmm. make predictions, see how mm-hmm. they pull up. I like this plan. Excellent. But before we, we, we head off for, for the night, We'll do one last uh, comp challenge for set two. Yep. One last thing to try. Do you have anything mm-hmm. this week, Sam? I don't. I do not. I have not been playing as much. That's okay. I've got just to, just to end it. I yep. think, uh, and I'm going to give you a choice here. Yeah. You've got to win with nine synergy. Uh, yeah. So you can go nine infernal, nine light. I think, in fact, I think actually if you can, you'd want to force it, especially with the light. Uh, I think if you get it, I've had nine light once before, I lost on it, but I, I don't think that's necessarily. I've had nine Inferno in one, so this, this I, I can get this, I yeah. get behind this. We'll see, yep. and we'll compare notes on which one's better too. Mm-hmm. You can did you have, yeah, I'm keen. Did you have another one, or was that the other one? That was the two. Okay, yes. Yep. Sweet as. Sweet as. I, any final thoughts? No, I'm just excited to finish this set off on a good note and start set three, because everything looks super exciting. Yeah, me, me too. And I'm interested to try it out. And like I said, we'll be back either right before uh, or the day of sort of thing to have a deep yep. set through. Um, oh, one last thing about set three is yeah, they've changed time. carousel to be galaxy themed. So oh, you're now in a spaceship and it looks cool. Like you're little legends in a spaceship? No, no, no. Like you're in the platform of a spaceship and the carousel's in the middle. And Wouldn't that be cool if your little legend got like a... It's... That would be cool. I think they're releasing space themed little legends, which is oh, quite cool. They want my money for it. But I like my dungo. <laughs> Is that what you, you swear okay. by? Hey? You swear by that? Your dango? I swear by it. I haven't changed since I bought it. Okay. You like me with Fury Horn? Yeah. I like Fury Horn's my second favorite. That, that's a story for another day, though. We'll need to get into that. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Sweet as. We'll talk later, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks to discuss set three. See you next time.